Thanks for joining us today for Our Joy Project, a podcast created by Bayes Communications. I'm Kelly Young, your host. Our Joy Project is a personal passion project of mine. I'm making it part of my mission to find and share joy. I'll talk to my guests about joy, how they define it, their last experience with it, and how they share it with others. This podcast isn't about my joy, though. It's really about our joy. During times when things around us feel so dark and there's a lot of negative energy around us, I believe we can still spark joy. This is Our Joy Project. Thanks for listening. Here we go. Howie Politics and State Affairs Pro offer insider election coverage, polling, and analysis in Indiana. Our nonpartisan news and legislative tools create a winning combination pro subscribers can't live without. For all the resources you need this election season and beyond, visit pro.stateaffairs.com slash in. That's pro.stateaffairs.com slash in. Hi, friends. I'm Kelly Young. And as you know, I'm on the search to find joy and share joy. And today I'm excited to be talking to Lindsay Scott. She is president and CEO of Kids Voice. And Lindsay, you said you've been there about nine years and a couple of years as the role of president and CEO. So I'm excited not only to talk to you about joy, but also to learn a little bit about Kids Voice as well, too. So I'll let you introduce yourself. Great. Thanks for having me, Kelly. Um, This podcast is really a great idea, so I'm happy to be here today. Um, So I am um, an attorney by trade, and but I get to, you know, take that um, education and really do some fun stuff at Kids Voice of Indiana. So we are a nonprofit that focuses on um, really preventing children from being abused or neglected. And we do that in several ways by providing advocacy for children in family court. And we use volunteers for that program and staff attorneys. And then we also do supervised visitation at our agency when a judge has decided that a parent should have a supervisor in a, in a safe setting to visit their child for many reasons. And then we also have a children's law center which is really where we house all of our education and training. So we do lots of publications, we train our volunteers, but we also train people all over the state um, to become child advocates. Uh, We train judges and attorneys to better serve children, Um, just a whole host of things. And we started also providing free legal clinics for um, the public in 2018. And that is something we've been able to continue into 2020, uh, even with COVID, we switched to a virtual platform. And so we're still able to assist people and, you know, help them fill out forms, answer questions, things like that. So um, like you said, I've been at Kids Voice for nine years. I started as a staff attorney, um, fell in love with the organization, actually as a volunteer, even before that. Um, And then in July of 2018, stepped into the president and CEO. CEO role. So that is uh, what I do now. That's awesome. So two quick questions before we get into joy. One, do you have to be an attorney or judge or anybody to, or can anybody volunteer? Great question. No, we train all of our volunteers in-house. So, you know, a lot of our volunteers are attorneys just because they work with us so much, but anybody can be a volunteer. Okay. And then second question is where can people find out more about Kids Voice? 
Absolutely. So our website is kidsvoicein.org. And there's a page on there um, dedicated to how to get involved. So that will have information on there uh, for volunteering and how to go about that and all of that. Okay, perfect. And are you on social platforms as well? Yep. Too? We are pretty active on Facebook and Instagram as well. Okay, perfect. All yep. right, Lindsay, well, we'll get into the question. Thanks for introducing us to Kid Voice. That's incredibly important work, probably hard work. And as we're talking about joy, it's probably hard to find some joy sometimes when you're talking about and working with kids that are experiencing such trauma, um, but grateful of the work that you're doing. So thank you. Um, with that, we'll go ahead and get started with the Joy Project. And my first question is, how do you define joy? So I thought about this question when you sent it to me. And um, honestly, I, I love these questions because they really made me reflect a lot. Um, you know, I think that joy is very individual. Um, and that was something I really thought about is that, you know, joy may be a universal um, feeling or, you know, a term, but how we feel joy, I think is very individual. And so I really thought about how do I define that in my life? Um, and for me, it's really about being present, um, which I think is something I really struggle with, with everything going on in the world and everything going on at work and, you know, in my personal life for, so for me, when I feel joy the most is when, you know, I'm very present and in the moment. Um, it can be very small. It can be very big. You know, I was thinking about just how I look at my Christmas tree being up and I find joy in that, or, you know, sitting and watching a movie and looking over at the couch and my husband just sitting there, you know, I find joy in that. Um, but I also find joy, right. in going to the beach or being at the mountains or, you know, bigger things like that. Um, and two words really popped into my head when I was trying to define joy too, was, you know, love and peace. And for me, I think what joy, peace, and love for me, they're all very real. Like they're very pure. Um, there isn't a lot of things, you know, at the, you know, deepest level when you feel those things, it's just very pure. I don't, there's no other genuine, you know, there's no other way to describe it. It's just, there's not a whole lot else going on in my mind than that emotion at that time. Um, so yeah, you know, I find joy. I, I really, I'm kind of a small things person. Um, and so I really, you know, try to find joy in, you know, a whole gamut of things. And I think it's kind of hard to define, but it's, it's kind of that thing, you know, it when you feel it. Um, so yeah, I don't know if I really defined it, but for no. me, kind of, you know, how I feel. And I should have said, there's no right or wrong answer. So your definition is perfect. And I think you're right. And the fact that there's no, um, you know, real way to define it, it's, it's, and it is a different experience for everybody and we experience it differently. So yeah, um, that's great. But that leads me to my second question is when was the last time you really experienced joy and what was that like for you? So obviously 2020 has been just a crazy, crazy year. Um, and I think once the initial shock wore off, I think we started to see a lot of joy, you know, in all amidst all of these, these crazy things that were going on. And I think just the outpouring of connection, um, you know, and, and efforts to connect with 
not only those in your family and your friends, but also other people in your community was something that really brought me joy over the past months. Um, I also, um, I lost my father um, in November. And so while that doesn't obviously sound like a joyful thing, um, I have, you know, kind of been able to reflect on there was a lot of joy just around, you know, having the experience of him being at home with us in the end. My brother who lives out of state was here with me um, for the last three weeks and we had so many joyful times. Just recounting memories, you know, my dad just loved little things like root beer, you know, like we, you know, got him root beer, like just the smallest things like that. Um, just around my dad's, you know, the end of my dad's life. Um, that is a joy that will stick with me forever. And, and in connection to that with 2020, you know, we weren't able to have a normal service and see people in person. And, you know, I wasn't allowed, you know, really able to, you know, sit in a room with my family and my friends and really, you know, grieve in a normal way necessarily. But I found so much joy in how people reached out where there was constantly a meal, constantly a note, constantly a call or a text. And we did a virtual service for my dad and just the people that showed up and the wonderful memories they shared. Um, I was really lucky and I, to feel joy in that moment. Um, and you know, I think that's really helped me in this process, um, to find those little bits of joy around, you know, something that doesn't describe joy normally. Um, but that meant so much to me. I just, you know, it just really, I felt so much joy just around the people that I had in my life and how caring they were. And, you know, even people I don't talk to a lot, just how they were willing to reach out. And um, I, I just, I can't tell you just how much it meant. And, you know, so when I thought about this podcast, like that was the first thing that popped into my head is just how much joy people brought me during a time when I needed it most. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry to hear about your dad. It sounds like though you got to at least have him at home, which is, uh, you know, beautiful thing since right now people aren't even able to see exactly. at, in the hospitals and stuff. We had one interview with somebody who talked about for her joy meant that you open yourself up to it. You have to experience pain Absolutely. or experience joy. And it sounds like that might be the same for you as well too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I think that's a very astute thing, whoever that person was. <laughs> Somebody who was very astute, I'm sure. Yes, that was, that's very true. Absolutely. <laughs> well, talk about how you or how we can share joy with others. What are some of the things that you're doing and that maybe we can learn from you and as we try to share and spread more joy for other people? Sure. So, you know, I think I talked about earlier, just the small things, and I really do believe in that. Um, just a note or a call or a text, I think is so easy to do and just can often spark joy in people when they need it the most. And you don't even know that they need it at that time. Um, and I think that for me, you know, I find that, um, and I, and I've been doing this since I was very young, thanks to my parents, but, um, I find that in volunteering, you know, you are working with people at a time, usually when they need it the most, 
And so you're sparking joy internally, but you're also sparking joy for someone else at the same time. And I think that is such a important human interaction and, and human thing to do. Um, and I think that's why I find so much passion and joy from the work we do at Kids Voice, because, you know, we are constantly getting people involved that want to volunteer and volunteers that have been with us for like 20 years. And it's just, it's incredible, you know, how a few hours a week can really spark joy in a child or a family. Um, and at the time, right, you're, you're just doing the volunteer work and you don't really, I don't think, stop to, to realize, you know, what you are really doing for that child or that family. You're really impacting them. And I think when you do that and when you see these wonderful outcomes for children, you know, again, that is a spreading joy that is so immense, you know, because it's so personal, but yet you're feeling that. So you share that with your immediate family or your friends. And then you have the family that you worked with that, you know, now gets a little bit of joy because a child is safe. And so now that joy is spreading to other family members and other siblings. And so you really created a whole ripple effect just by you know, giving a little bit of your time. And I think that I find a lot of joy in just watching our staff, our board, our volunteers and what they give. And they give so willingly, right? Without any real like need for something in return. Um, and I think that is the purest form for me of joy when I'm looking at what people are doing and how they're willing to help and, and really spread the message of, you know, children and being safe. And um, because, you know, how is a child going to feel that joy if they, if they're not even safe, right? You know, we're talking about joy and it really boils down to that simple fact. Sometimes if you can't feel safe and stable, it's going to be hard for you to feel joy and peace and love and other things like that. So, you know, if we can spread that a little bit just by what we're doing and, you know, I'm, I volunteer in other ways outside of Kids Voice as well, but for me, it's always really been child focused. I think kids bring us a lot of joy. Um, you know, when I sit down and go through social media, the things I laugh at the most are just like kids being kids, right? It's just, they're so, they haven't been ingrained with everything else, you know, we have been as adults yet. And so you know, when we're talking about that pure form of joy, I think I get that a lot from kids and helping kids and seeing other people help kids. So that's really special for me. Yeah, I'll have to keep that in mind too. My kids, I have two high schoolers. I still call them kids, little kids. Um, <laughs> yeah. But we just did, we volunteer. We usually volunteer monthly, try to do different community service projects. And obviously with COVID, it's been a lot harder. But right. we just spent this month, um, our project was we wrote 140 cards for Ugh. kids at School on Wheels, which is tutoring services for homeless kids. Yep. And our kids really got into like these motivational messages and you've got it and you're empowered. So we might have to do something similar, maybe for kids voice, if there's a way to do uh, that, but just seeing them, you absolutely. know, experience that is, is such a joyful 
uh, as well too. So um, I like that. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Lindsay. It's uh, good to know you and good to know more about Kids Voice and remind us one more time um, how to find Kids Voice. Absolutely. So our website is kidsvoicein.org. And we are also uh, Kids Voice of Indiana on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us on there too. And are you on LinkedIn if people want to? Yes, I am on LinkedIn and Kids Voice is on LinkedIn as well. So thank you for reminding me. Sure. No problem. Well, thanks for joining us. And I hope you have a good rest of your day and and, uh, the work that you're doing, like I said, is so very important and appreciate the opportunity to talk to you today. Thanks, Kelly. It was so fun to have for you to have me. I appreciate it. You bet. Take care. Thank you for listening to Our Joy Podcast, brought to you by Bayes Communications. If you want to share your joy with us, or if you want to learn more about the work we do at Bayes, send me an email at kelly at bayescommunications.com. That's Kelly with a Y and Bayes, B-A-I-S-E, communications with an S at the end. You can also follow us on Facebook at Our Joy Project. Until next time, choose joy and be kind to one another.